I've been in my least favourite space today, which is the space of, I've got a thing and I want people to know about it. Part of what I like doing about The Lighthouse is, because, I mean, ostensibly there's no there's no gain here other than we spend our time together and we, uh, we just have a nice time. Um, but you know, we, we as creative people, if you know, we, 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 sometimes we have things and we do, uh, no, not necessarily creative, but just, you know, freelance, whatever we, we have a thing. And then we go, Hey, I've got a thing. Look at, look at my thing. Aren't you interested in my thing? And uh, that's the space that I'm in again, and it's I don't like it, and I don't know why I keep putting myself in it. Ah, anyway, that's sort of that's sort of where I am today. I launched I launched like a um, a new service, and uh, given that it is uh, the twin months of podcast uh, International Podcast Month and Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, um, it. Uh, yeah, so so there's a there's a, 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 a podcast network that uh, Brendan will know as well. Um, I mean, it's I think it's it's not not because of Brendan that I listen to uh, relay shows, um, but they do a thing every September uh, uh, where they raise money for a hospital in Tennessee. I want to say, um, which is this hospital that. Uh, Cure that uh, that treats kids with cancer and gives the families free board and lodging. Um, so wherever they are in the country, they can come and get treated, which is phenomenal. Uh, they get treated for free. That's phenomenal. And then the um, hospital shares their research. So I've donated the last I don't know three years maybe. Um, and this year I thought I'd do some a little bit different. So I'm doing something with 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 my, with my day job. <clears throat> but it uh, it does involve having to having to do the dance again of I've got a thing I've made a thing come and look at my thing so yeah it's um it just it's 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 I tell you what it's never ending and I have so much sympathy because it is it's the biggest problem almost everybody faces with any kind of creative work I find it's never actually it's never about the work and I, I so I had a coaching client call this morning and we got to the point where it's the same problem um it was a really inspiring conversation i felt great and and i hope my client felt good as well where oh i'm doing that i'm doing that thing that i said yesterday that i don't like it when people do but hey ho um but it was in as much as i can say um it's like i can deliver this thing i know how to do it i can i can do it you know, with my hands tied behind my back. But what I need now is people. And that is, <laughs> I think, the hardest thing in the world. And I know for some people it isn't. And I think the reason why is because I think there are two types of people. <laughs> I mean, there are more, but, you know, in this case, there are two types. Of, there are people who make the things. And then there are people who are very good at promoting the things. Now, I used to, and, and actually, I don't know if that's true. I think there are people who make things, and I think there are people who promote things. It's not about ability. 
but they tend to be two separate things. It tends to be very tricky to do both, I think. To try and really put your, put your everything into making a really good thing and then go out and do all the work of telling the world. It is the work of two people. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a whole thing. And I will, I will happily sit with any person. And I've, I've sort of, I have done this before. Like I will happily just sit with any person and just let them complain about that because it's, it's actually really debilitating uh, from, uh, at times. And it's really demoralizing. And be- because of, you know, the fact that I think there are some people who get energized by the, for once of a better word, promotion, right? It's, it's, that's a slightly crass term. And, and I don't know about you, but like when I grew up, I, I really did have a kind of look down my nose, sneeriness thing about marketing. I thought it was, I've always been, because I, I kind of identified as an arts kid, never as a business boy. Um, around 2005, I, you know, I talked about before, I, or at the end of 2004, I think I, I sort of thought, okay, I want to get into having my own business. And so I started reading and, and, you know, I was fortunate enough and I wish I'd sort of paid more attention and really, I wish it had stuck with me. But I remember being, I believe, in a caravan in probably Cornwall, reading a Seth Godin book in 2005, this would have been, I think it was Big Red Fez. Uh, I think that's what it was called. Big Red Fez, one of his, you know, famous, famous old, older books. Someone had bought me a bunch of a bunch of books as a gift. It was the, the place I worked at that I'd, you know, I then told you about where I'd, I was at the barbers and then I'd had a missed call and I, uh, I sort of quit. I decided to quit there and then uh, marched in on Monday. I was like, I'm done. Um, I'm not doing, you know, my, my part-time stuff anymore. But I'd had a time, I think, where I'd, I'd, I'd formally left before. And I've done this a, couple, a few places uh, or I'd formally left and then they'd kept me on as like a freelance person, you know, to do a few things. And that's always, that's always welcome. And that's always wonderful. You know, uh, every, every time I've, I really actually, I think every time I've left a full-time job, apart from the one that I was made redundant from, and you can see why that would be the case, but with every other job that I've left. So yes, I didn't leave. I didn't leave the job I was made redundant from. Um, but yeah, every job I've, I've actually left uh, that I can think of, which is not that many, um, they've had me on for a bit longer as a, you know, as a freelance because it's good for their continuity. It's obviously very helpful for, for me. Um, but yeah, when I when I was sort of formally leaving, um, a few of them gave me as a parting gift. They gave me some, some business books, and one of them was was yeah, Big Red Fez by uh by seth godin um so i've always sort of known his name which is a fortunate thing to to uh, you know to have it's a fortunate name to have known of <laughs> uh in 2004 or 5 whatever um and i you know I, I checked in with a couple of things and he was you know there were people around that time like i talked about this newsletter that i would i was into i'm pretty sure he quoted from from seth godin a fair bit like he was Seth was was the man, still is. Like, still is. He's still, you know, he's still Seth Godin, <laughs> you know? 
20 odd years on, well, you know, 18 years on, uh, since I sort of started reading him, he's still, he's still the dude. But I think what's interesting with all of this stuff, and I hope, I hope this is not too awful and, and, um, just incredibly boring for you to listen to me talk out loud and think about marketing, but what is like, what is marketing? Like, I, and I think this is, I, I, I'm kind of bring this up because it's like, I'm not just talking about my pokey little business. You know, I'm thinking about things in the, in the wider scheme. It's persuasion. It's about how do we get, you know, the, the, the crassest, crudest form of this is how do we get people to do what we want? That's basically all it comes down to, right? How do we get people to do what we want? And that could be to buy the thing that we have or to work with us or to support a cause. Like it's all, or to date, you know, to go out and, and get a partner. It's all in, in its basest form. It's how do we get people to do what we want? And I think maybe that's the fundamental problem with how we see this stuff is how do we get people to do what we want rather than how can we find the people who already want to do the thing? So that's an interesting conundrum, which I would quite like to explore actually, which I'm, I will probably not uh, bore the bore your ears off with because it would just be me sort of thinking, is it this? <laughs> um, but I, and, and, I, and I'm sure that's not like any kind of original thought, right? I often get into that, that trap. It's like I, I come to a thought and I'm like, ping! Ooh, inspiration has struck. It must not have struck anyone else before. And then I'll have a chat with a friend and then they're, they're like, yeah, it's that thing. Oh, okay. I mean, it's great to have the validation to be like, okay, I'm not the only one and I'm not uh, like a mad prophet. But also, you sort of you sort of want to go. But that was my idea. <laughs> I thought it was my special idea, and I had it because I'm special. But actually, no. It's like no, no, no. We we figured that out a while back. Um, yeah, but I I think that's I think once you once you position that thing that idea differently, and that is definitely the way i've been seeing like any kind of okay apart from apart from dating like because i don't think it works in dating although although i will say this the one to, so i'm not a i'm not a romantically successful man um we'll we'll just you know we don't need to we don't need to belabor that point or make it too woe is me or whatever but I, i'm not a romantically successful man i i i have I don't really have a batting average so much as a sort of running zero, effectively. Except for one time, in the fairly recent past, where um, I met with someone, as they say. I met with someone. I like the American phrase for that, like, you speak with, you meet with. Uh, I, I, I like that. I, I remember uh, a lecturer, a radio lecturer, saying, that's American, we, that's not how we talk. He was like, It was a written thing about... Uh, just almost like a style guide for, for students and talking about radio and stuff. And he was like, Americans say I spoke with. We say we speak to. And I think, well, speak with is much... Like, that is the right way to say that. 
Like, definitely. Because otherwise, you know, I talked with, I spoke with, you know, I talked with, like, that's definitely the right way of saying it. Because otherwise, this just sounds like a one-way conversation. I talked at this person. So, I, you know, I, I've, I've always... Um, oh, thank you. Thank you, computer. Uh, this is my computer reminding me to record the next episode of The Lighthouse. I've always thought that that was, that was a, much, a much better turn of phrase, right? Speak with. Anyway. Um, yes. I, so I, I met with uh, a, a lady. I met with a lady and... I I sort of the the day before I was like okay well we're gonna just have a coffee and it's just gonna be fine. We sort of known each other a little bit and I don't know maybe we'd had maybe we'd had some kind of chat beforehand or something. Um, trying to think what it was, but yeah. And either way, and, and I I thought oh, she, she seems yeah you, she seems yeah okay all right. And knowing what I can be like, I was like, okay, this is this could go all sorts of different ways. Uh, and so we had a conversation. It was, you know, I wasn't necessarily turned out my best. I think I was in the nearing the end of a sort of <laughs> two year or eighteen month depression. Uh, I was sort of in the process. I wasn't coming out of it yet, but I was near the end. You know, I wouldn't have known that then, but I was near, nearing the end. And. Um, uh, so, you know, I wasn't sort of necessarily my, my best kempt self and all that stuff, but we had a nice enough time and I wasn't particularly relaxed cause I never am. <laughs> and I later discovered this person does not make me relaxed. <laughs> like for, for all, for all of like what happened through that whole year, it's just like, no, that person did not make me feel relaxed actually. And you know, some of that I'll know is myself, but also I don't know. I feel like I've 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 met with people mostly over Zoom over the last two years, and and there are, there are some here there who really do make me feel relaxed and safe and all that kind of stuff. And this person was not, you know, it was just a just a just a vibe. But, but I was pushing, right? I was pushing. I was pushing because um, you know, call a spade a spade, right? I was, I wouldn't say desperate, but yeah, okay. So in the end. Um, we finished up and we went home and it was fine. And but but me being me because I was pushing, um, I said, "Let's you know, would you like to do this again in a sort of you know, you know, capacity of some sort of you know, hmm?" And um, and she was like, "No, thank you, <laughs> but thank you for asking, or whatever." Um, let's just stay friends, uh-huh, okay. And as time wore on, I was you know, I was I was I was upset about that. Because, you know, just because it's you know any kind of knockback, right? But as as like the next day wore on, I I sort of decided. Now I want you to. I, I'm going to just say the words, and then we can. You know, I've I've started saying this now, right? This is the thing I've started saying now. I've no I've noticed, and the reason I do that is because I find myself self justifying what I'm about to say before I even complete the thought. So that's why I kind of need to say. I will just say the words now and then we can judge them later, right? I decided that I would not take no for an answer. Okay, let's examine what that phrase means, right? That did not mean that I would deny this person's agency. That did not mean that I would um, try and forcibly take anything that did not belong to me. That, you know, that was, that's not even the right way to put it. That was not, you know, mine to take. 
if, if you like, right? None of that, absolutely none of that. What it meant was, I wanted to, in, in old-fashioned terms, woo this person. I wanted to win them over. That's what I wanted to do. Um, if I'd have taken, you know, if, if no thank you had turned into please no, <laughs> for example, or or I'd already said no and I'm telling you absolutely not and I'm not giving, you know, like, then yeah, no, no is no is no, right? But it was one of those where I just thought, well, I can probably try harder and, and in, in the best possible way, right? I can make a bit more of an effort. Um, and I did. And you know how I did that? I did that by just being a nice person and being me, being considerate, being trying to be a little bit charming and funny and, you know, just personable and sharing bits of myself and, and allowing her, you know, when she wanted to, to share bits of herself. Um, and, and, it, and, and, it, and it worked. It's the first time it had ever worked. It's the first time I'd really ever decided that I was going to do that. I was, I was going to, like, allow that no didn't always have to mean no forever, that no could mean not right now, no could mean not in the state that you're in now, but maybe if you put a bit of effort in. And I'm not necessarily talking about putting a suit on. I'm more just talking about, like, well, show me what you're worth, you know? Um, and, yeah, and although it sort of didn't, and you know, I, I, it, 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 neither of us have walked off into the sunset. Um, the the fact remained that 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 was a thing. Um, but it, you know, it, getting back to that original point, like it was never about how do I get someone to how, what was the phrase I used? How do you get someone to do what you want? How did I get her to do what I wanted? Well, I didn't. I didn't. I. I took that no when I thought, okay, I can improve on that. I can improve on that no. I can. Um, and that means presenting uh, a better case and being open. You know, what ended up happening is that she, I didn't ask again. I was prepared to. I was prepared to, uh, one, on one fateful night, I was prepared to say, listen, I... I think a lot of you and I, and we've had a good time and I, I, I kind of get a sense that maybe, maybe that's, an, I'm not insane. You know, that was kind of the way the conversation was going to go, but I never got time to do that because it, it turned out she, uh, you know, she sort of expressed, uh, her, her, her views. Um, and, and so, it, you know, it, it never, it was never about persuasion. It was about presenting a better case and, being open and you know what as i'm t talking to myself now that is absolutely the best case it's not it's it's not like because i think sometimes there's this idea that when we when we have stuff it's like just make it and then people will find it build it and they will come you know this could be anything from uh, you know having a dog grooming business to taking wedding photographies to being an illustrator what you have to do is show your work and show up um, and let people know that you're available. And that's it. And then, and then just get out of the way rather than pushing. Because you don't get people to do what you want. You can't. I think what that is, is, you know, that's dark magic stuff, right? That's, that's, that's dark 
It's not even magic. That's 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 very real dark stuff. That is that's manipulation. Like getting someone to do what you want is basically is manipulating someone, isn't it? Right? Manipulating someone doesn't mean they don't know about it, but it, it just you know that's the te- you know that's sort of what it is. Whereas having the thing, letting people know it's there and being there, you know, I didn't constantly remind this person, and this is one of the the, the difficult things for a brain like mine is. I have this idea that if I don't constantly tell people that a thing is on offer or a thing exists or that I'm around or whatever, that I will sort of, you know, disappear or or like I sometimes forget that like if I'm in a conversation, like a, a business conversation, maybe, you know, a, a client was, a prospective client was interested in, in working with me three months or say six weeks ago. And then they get in touch. Like, I forget that actually that thing does happen. And it doesn't mean that, you know, it didn't need me to be poking them every week. It was actually just they got round to it or something else happened that made them think, oh, actually, just thinking about you. It's that stuff, right? And all you can do is be around and be open and be likable. As You know, I made myself around, open, likable, helpful, approachable, uh, useful. Um, and someone you can, you know, you could feel safe with. And that's something she told me, uh, that, that she had that feeling of safety. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm pinging now. My devices are pinging. But yeah, like, and, and I, I was, I was slightly, I don't know, maybe taken aback by that. I think I was slightly surprised by that because I'd, I'd never, it's not something that I identified in myself, but it is absolutely something now when I work with the kinds of people that I do work with that I, I'm very glad when people say that about me, that they feel safe working with me. Um, and those are things I communicated, not in any way trying to do so apart from like I made a conscious effort to you know the day after um the you know the, the day after she said no thank you um but let's still whatever I st- I start the conversation I just had a you know I, I said how are you doing or you know and uh, something she she talked about the, the previous day and I said you know what's how's that happening what's going on there and and we just we we moved on, you know, we, we and we carried on, and we just had a nice time, and then we met up as part of um as part of a larger group, and and things kind of went from there. So I think I've 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 taught my, I think I've taught myself something today, but also like genuinely, I hope this I hope this is something that if you have anything in your life that you want, you know, any kind of mood needle that you want to move. You have something you want, you know, you want people to to do or to know. Like, I think what's so hard about that is it's so hard to measure. And this is what all the best marketing advice, like a lot of it anyway, I think, talks about this. It's like, it's, it's so hard to measure because what you're doing is, is praying effectively. 
right? You know, if we if we if we we go religions like I've just watched an episode of Lucifer. Uh, it's getting it's getting they're having a lot of fun with the show now. It's the the last season and they're just they're having fun with it. They're parodying themselves and it's all it's all fun. But like yeah, like it's marketing is praying. And I'm not a, I'm not a religious man, but marketing is praying. It's 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 sitting down and clasping your hands and saying, "Please let this happen." And praying, you know, is 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 you know, if we if we talk about sort of Judeo, pardon me, Judeo-Christian God type praying, it's saying, "Please let this thing happen." Um and then you're putting your trust, faith, hope in this in you know let's call it the universe fine um to make that thing happen now i'm not saying that that's what what we do consciously and i'm not a manifesty type person i don't yeah i like i think hard work is what makes things happen um i don't think you know wishing into a wishing into your hand and then blowing a kiss. Like, I, I don't think that's what, what, you know, turning around three times and, and throwing a fart into the universe. Like, I don't think that's what manifests things. I think what, what does is, is hard work and, and good connections. And that is a phrase. And I've talked about that before somewhere else about like how we so often say like, it's not what you know, it's who you know, has, has some sort of like, that's a bad thing. Like it's, it's cynical. And again, I think that's that's you know where where so much of my ideas about work and business they are ingrained in me as being kind of icky and kind of sleazy and just ugh. it's you know it's it's not something we want in on. Whereas actually, what it all really comes down to is um, how can you. I don't know, because it sounds a bit naive to be like, how can you just be a good person and show up and all these and all these words? But actually networking is like the best kind of networking is being there, asking good questions, listening, and being able to offer help when you can. Whether it then or later. And not networking is not throwing a business card in someone's face. And saying, if you want anything from me, you know, then you're going to have to go through these means. It's 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 about being there and being useful and and making a connection, like m- making an actual human connection. That stuff turns out that stuff matters because that's the stuff that, again, greases the wheels. Like it feels like such a dirty term, but all that really means is just makes the whole machinery of life and 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 stuff go easier. You know anything from like America is 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 full. Of, I, I think about America because it, it works in these kinds of systems, so it's easier to to map this onto real life. Whereas I, I think it'd be harder in to do this maybe in the UK. But I feel like I can think of ready examples in terms of like these homeowners associations and these like little mini political fiefdoms, and like the 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 little school committees for. Um, 
I guess I watch a lot of TV that features um, mums prominently, turns out, because like, there's a lot of like, you know, PTA type stuff and and we've got to get into the bake sale and, you know, like all these and Sandra always makes these awful cakes and she, but she always gets the best stall or whatever. <laughs> but that's like, that's not to do with business or entrepreneurship. That's to do with the politics of your life of like, if you've got kids, like you, you want to get in, you want to do that stuff. You want to grease those wheels. There is d- diplomacy involved. And this is, this is all, this is all interlinked. This is all a big part of life. It's not about marketing. It's about that fundamental question right from the get go is how do we get people to do what we want? And, and, and the key is you don't, if you're a good person. And that's why, um, that's why good people move slower. The good things move slower, but they have more of an impact. They just take a slower route. You know, band, um, Misty's Big Adventure, who I'm, uh, I'm a big fan of. And, uh, we lost the lead singer this year, which was, um, which was a, 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 a genuine sadness to me because I knew, uh, him and knew a lot of the band um i made their website like i you know and and i'd wanted that gig i can't oh my word i i wanted that gig so much i'd known them for maybe 20 years maybe you know what probably about 20 years maybe even a little bit more and I was upset with them for a while because I'd started working on a website for them and then they got someone else to do it. Um, and I was all bent out of shape for a few years. Still love the band. So, you know, still, still dug them. Never like cut my nose, cut my nose off to spot my face. But then sometime in, well, 10 years ago, uh, it actually went on for ages, but 10 years ago they asked, could I build them a website? And I was beyond joyed. You know, I was, I was so, I was so, so happy to be asked and, and, you know, um, but yeah, they, they, one of the things that was on the website that I built for them is, is, um, a sort of a statement, almost a kind of manifesto of like a description of the band. And, um, we go the long way around. I think that's, that was one of their songs and it's also very much their thing. It's like, you know, one of the, the lines is like, we are not like the other bands. We, we go the long way around. And they never got, they never got the success that they were due. They, they had minor blips, you know, they, um, they were played well. Um, well, I know that, uh, what's his name? The old, uh, Radio 1 DJ, John Peel. John Peel played Gareth, Gareth was the, the lead singer and, um, lead songwriter, um, and I, I, I know um, he made John Peel's Festive 50 with a, with a solo album he put out, uh, which was like 30-minute-long songs. Um, but I don't know if Misty's ever did, and I'm sure they would have. But they had, you know, play on Six Music and stuff, and they got technically banned. One of their songs got banned, which was a lovely bit of publicity for them. It didn't get banned. I think it just meant that they didn't the BBC didn't want to play it because it had something mean in it about politicians. Um, but it's, you know, it's great publicity. And then they did some other really nice publicity things. 
um, which was really cool. Um, and you know they 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 played around, and then they got Dave Gorman. They they uh, they've done so. Dave Gorman has always been a fan of them for years. There's a connection there that that goes back. Um, and so Dave Gorman, if you don't know him, he's a he's a comic, and and it's just one of those weird things. I, he's one of my favorite comics, and he's a lovely man. And I've met him, and he's great. Um, and he would always play Misty's Big Adventure um, while people are filing in, like. That would always be his, you know, not not like walk on music, but it would always be playing as people are taking their seats. Such a lovely thing. Um, and I remember emailing him like early doors, like 20, 2002 or something saying, I think you'd really like this band. And I never got a reply from him. But it turns out, turns out he did already like this band. I tried to claim jokey credit for it, but it turns out, no, there was a, there was a prior connection there. Uh, but it shows you, that, you know, sometimes the universe works and moves in the right way, doesn't it? Um, but they did, Misty's Big Adventure did the music for, uh, for, his, for one of his TV shows, which is great. Um, and, if they, you know, one, one or two other things they've, they've managed to... Um, Little little moments where they've popped up, but never as much success as they were, as they were due, because they were very good. Um, but eclectic, and 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 they did things on their own terms, and they didn't want to compromise, and you know, um, and they were artists, and that was kind of the the world that I was living in for a while, or, or wanted to live in. I've never really had a foot in 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 in, in any camp all the way, but. Um, but that idea of going the long way around, um, there's so much risk involved and there's so much uncertainty and that's what makes it hard because they never really got their shot and there was, you know, there were so many so nears, you know? Um, but, they were a band of like nine people. It was always going to be difficult. You know, most of us are one or two people. We stand a better chance because we're not, you know, we haven't got nine people who want to pull in different directions and, you know, um, uh, need, you know, need to be wrangled, need to be at this, the, at the, the, the gig at the right time and the same time and all that stuff. Right. We as individuals have a lot more agency. Um, and so I think we can go the long way around and I think, we can find the people who already want to do the things that we want them to do because they're aligned, not because we told them that that's what they should do. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Uh, <laughs> maybe, maybe next week on, on the next installment, I'll cover how do you find those people? Um, wow, this has been really fun. I, uh, yeah, um, we never did a formal like check in or anything, but, um, hey, you know, this is what we get. This is, this is what it is. Um, but I will, um, as my machines bleep and bloop again, I will uh, thank you for allowing me to empty my brain at you for the last uh, 30 odd minutes. It's been a pleasure and a privilege. And, I hope to see you again next week. But until then, may I please remind you that as long as you can hear me, you exist. And because you exist, 
you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected, you are wanted, you are safe, and you are welcome. Take care of yourself.